What's good, everybody? Welcome to Unpolished and Lukewarm, the one and only podcast where we talk all the shit and still keep it beyond real. Hosted by me, your favorite, your girl, Kills. Saints, this one might not be for you, but everybody else, stay tuned to see what's next on Unpolished and Lukewarm. We need to pray first. Yeah. Okay, come on. Go ahead and pray. Is um uh Lord, we just thank you for this day, Lord. Uh we just thank you for life health and strength. We pray right now that this interview used to glorify you, Lord. We pray that um a lot of things are said um tonight uh, that will be useful to other entrepreneurs, other leaders, preachers, singers, whoever, whatever we touch on, that it can be used uh around the world for your glory, Lord. We just love you. Thank you for Kelsey and the vision that you've given her uh, to do these interviews, God. Thank you for uh, her gifts and abilities, Lord. We just pray that you bless this podcast and uh, vlog uh, and send it around the nation, God. Let it be touched. Let it be heard and seen by millions of people. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay. That's how we're going to start the episode off. We're going to do it right. Okay. Uh, okay. Poppy, sit the fuck down. That's it. That's how you started off right there. Welcome back to another episode of Unpolished and Lukewarm with me, your girl, Kills. It is day number 15, I think, that they have announced that Joe Biden is our new president-elect. But that's neither here nor there. Congrats to him. Um... (laughs) (laughs) on this episode i have my brother okay the man of god man of god the man of god do you feel me okay uh a real nigga like straight up like like he ain't been in the picture that long but i can call on my nigga okay like for real but anyway mr Cass is in the building. Go ahead and say hello. What's good? What's popping? Hi. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Hello, everybody. Um, so, yo, so y'all, this is going to be a fire-ass episode, okay? I don't know if I can, like, say, like, ass and, like, the topic all together, but we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> and the topic today is faith over fucking fear. Do you feel me? Part one. <clears throat> okay, like, faith over fear. Like, we all been in that moment where we like, yo, like, I got to do this shit. I got to, like, make this leap. Like, I'm going to trust God. And this nigga did that shit, okay? So, like, we going to, like, jump into it. So, Cass, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us who you are, what's good, you know, wherever you want to start. Well, I'm Cassius Cox. Everybody calls me Cass. I am, um... From Memphis, Tennessee, uh, but I reside. Nine oh one forever. Okay. <laughs> I reside in Dallas, Texas. I'm not gonna call out all that area codes because it's too many to name. Uh, but hey, um, I'm a drummer by gift and anointing. I am. Uh, and oh, I'm you said by gift and what? Anointing. Y'all heard that right. <laughs> Anointing, okay? So he not just doing it for a paycheck, okay? No, we don't like, do it for a paycheck. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm a drummer, and um, 
I'm a friend. I am a lawn care, lawn uh, business owner. I have I do a lot of different things with a lot of different people. So, yeah, that's me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And we know each other because of a mutual friend. Um, friend. Your my sister. sister. Yeah. My sister. Um, they're really good friends. So, like. I'm friends for her friends, and that's how that shit works. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is how it works. Like I'm friends. It's how it works. Yeah, how it works. Yeah. I mean, okay, but no, let's get to it. I mean, okay, but no, let's get to it. Um, so Cass, what was the breakdown? What got you to even leave Memphis or to like pursue your dreams to take up with your like anointing your calling whatever you want to call it you know it's different for everybody <laughs> but like what got you there like was it something like emotional or was it like something happened like what's the like tell us the real like what is it man it was a lot of things uh that played a part in it um emotional spiritual mainly um if i'm being honest and candid in this moment, it was, um, I outgrew Memphis. Mm. Okay. I outgrew Memphis mentally um, because I wanted more. I had been doing the same thing so much that I was like, man, I I, I was hungry for more. I'm still hungry for mm. more. I was hungry. Um, so basically what ended up happening was um, my church well, I'm gonna go back to 2014. I was um, I was touring with a gospel artist, and we came to Dallas. And <laughs> it's funny because Dallas was my last stop with that artist, and I felt at home in that moment. And mm. it was like, okay, you know. So you fast forward uh, three years later. I get with the ministry that I'm a part of now. Shout out to my pastor, Dr. Sharon Nesbitt at Dominion, Marion, Arkansas. I love you. Oh, I'm sorry for cursing, Pastor. Yeah, I'm she, sorry. she good. I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, uh, we started doing a conference here in Texas. So every year I was like, yo, from the first year up until now, uh, although we didn't do it this year because of COVID. Um, I was always like, I had to be there. I had to be there. Cause it was like, I was going home. Um, and so, you know, I tried to move to Atlanta and she was like, that ain't it. And I was like, you right. That ain't it. <laughs> I went, I went on tour on the ship, on the cruise ship. She was like, that ain't it. I was like, that ain't it. Although I enjoyed it, but this last move was to Dallas. She was like, yo, that's it. And I was like, yo, that really is it. And man, so I, I I had to leave Memphis because it was it was not conducive to what God wanted for me. And and, and it, mm, okay, we get somewhere. Okay. And it wasn't conducive to what I wanted for my for what I wanted for myself. Because okay. one thing you have to know is you you have to show up for you. One of my friends tell me that all the time. You got to show up for you. And if you actually. Hold on. You got to show up for you. Okay. And if you actually think about it, you, if you look, if you sit 
and you pay attention to how much stuff you do, then you start subtracting you from those equations. You will see that you do more for a lot of people than you do for yourself. So one of the ways, one of the best ways to do something for yourself is to leave the familiar. And that's what I had to do. And it was scary. It's still scary every day. Every day I wake up, I'll be like, <laughs> I'm literally like, what do, what am, what's going to happen today? And it's not a bad thing, but I'm literally like, okay, God, like, what's, what's happening today? Like, what's, what's new? Right. So, like, you don't know at all. It's literally like a new day for real. Yeah. Like, like no plans. Like, okay. Yeah. So I feel it. Yeah. So that, that whole deal. So was um, your pastor, like, the reason, like, that you was like, yo, like, I'm going to take the leap for real, like, or, like, it was just all you. It was like, I got to, like, do something better for myself. It was, mm, it was, there was no more room for me there in Memphis. And when I say no more room, all of my positions that I had dried up everything so literally in the midst of me transitioning to texas things were ending in memphis okay so even my position at my church ended which was not a bad thing because they loved me i loved them but um my position at my church was ending the church was going through a transition and um that was my main bread and butter um so that but doors were opening here. So um, that uh, my pastor, you know, we talked and of course, cause I, I go to my pastor, not because I don't worship her, but I value her mm-hmm. opinion. Right. Because you need that in your life. You need a spiritual covering. Everybody needs a spiritual mm-hmm. covering in their life, man. You know, I don't care what religion you are. You need to be covered. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, I'm Christian. Praise God. <laughs> and uh, Jesus and them. Uh, <laughs> you need to get your money out here to shout one yeah. time. Like. Um, but, yeah, so that's that's really what it was. Um, and then, like I said, things were drying up. Work was drying up. But work was here was becoming more like people were calling me like, yo, I want you to play because one guy told a guy about me. And this right. guy called me and then this guy called and, and it was just a thing. And I was like, okay, well, let me just go ahead and start doing it. Yeah. Cause my initial move reason for my move was not why it's not even why it was just a thing to, to get me here. So God okay. used something else. God used a, a gig is what we call it. God used a gig, a situation to get me here, but he had a plan the whole time. So, so were you unhappy in this, or did you just feel like you just weren't like being fulfilled? You weren't satisfied. Unfulfillment breeds unhappiness. Look right, hold on, wait a second, hold on, wait a second. Unfulfillment breeds, okay, as in makes babies, okay. Little unhappy babies. Okay, oh. Look, so we only like what five minutes in. I didn't know you was gonna be dropping gems no, like man. this this yeah. early, cause at this point they gonna tell me like that you need to be the host. <laughs> but we're not gonna do that. No.
Anyways, anyways. Okay, so that's a good one. Yeah, unfulfillment. Oh, right. Oh. Unfulfillment breeds unhappiness, and that's what it did for me. Um, I woke up mm. feeling empty. Like, okay. The the goal is to feel full. Like right. you're full, but you don't feel full. You're full of potential. You're full of drive. You're full of hunger. You're full of thirst. Like it's you're full, but you have no way to let it out. It's like you, okay. you I'm trying not to talk with my hands, but um, <laughs> uh, it's like you have no way because it's like you're in a barrel. And I want I don't want to call the city uh, crab crab in a barrel mentality people or whatever, but. But it is though. We know it is. Yeah. Memphis is definitely like this. Yeah, but it but at, honestly, it's not that it's that Memphis is a breeding ground for greatness. Oh, for sure. But for if sure. you don't, if you don't leave, if you don't go and see other things and be exposed to other things, yes. then it becomes the crab and the bearable because now yes. the dude who you know, the dude who's doing this is doing that. And now you're hating on that dude for doing both things, and then this girl over here right. doing this, and she's doing the hair and the nails. You mad for her? You mad at her for having the shop? So now you got to go rob her, or you got to go do this, do that. Exactly. So crab in a barrel, man, and, and because it's not, it's enough work. It's a lot of work, but Memphis is so big, but it's so small. It's definitely a like who you know city, like not what you know. It's, it's who, who you know. know. And it's a lot of haters in the city. Like I love my city to death, but it is definitely one of those cities that. If you never leave, even if you just go away for a couple months, mm-hmm. like if you never leave, you will stay there for the rest of your life. Yeah. And, and I'll be damned <laughs> if I am still in Memphis <laughs> at 55 years old right. with some man that my nieces and nephews call uncle, uncle and been calling him <laughs> uncle for 25 years and we still not married. Yeah. Because we know that's how they get down. Yeah. Like, I'll be damned. Like, no, I feel like Memphis people just don't have that like ambition to be great outside of Memphis. Yeah. Like they just don't think it's like gonna happen. Like, and, whew, that's a conversation. Yeah, for, whew, yeah. Bring me back on the next episode of that because I, I you want to talk about Man, that. We just need to do a whole Memphis episode. Yeah, let's do it. I'm with it. Uh, but but you know you're right. Um, if you man, if you don't leave, you'll get stuck. Cause I, yeah, I even have homies, and I'll be like, yo. Go 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 do something else. Go man, go right. go get your barber's license. Go do something other than playing instruments. Like, bro. And which brings brings me to my next point because it's like I had to do something else. Because yeah. here's the thing, and, and a lot of people who I mean, you may have musicians or singers on here uh to watch this. I know I will. I'm gonna tell my people about it, but there's no security in being a musician. That's the honest to God truth. Yeah. There's no security. There's no security in being a musician. There's no health insurance, no life insurance, no no pension plan, no retirement plan. Listen, you have to play till you die. Unless your wife got no, a good job and she can support y'all and you can she and then you can really play till you die because you want her health because you really need like another job. You need a real job. Need a real job like, because even things like this. So, um, but even for me, getting a real job, it was. I told somebody. I told. I told somebody. I said. I told one of my boys. I said, bro. Because he has a real job. 
He's a musician, mm -hmm. but he has a real job. He has a family, he has a wife and a child. Okay. And I told him, I said, bro, after my first week of work, I said, why did it take me so long to do this? And he was like, what you mean? I said, bro, I love going to work because it's security. Yes. It's security. I, I know when I show up, this seventeen fifty is gonna be on the hour every time. I got health insurance. Right. I got insurance. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like I can do what I need to do because I know when I go to work. You know, I, 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 I yeah. So, um, that was then, of course. But yeah, <laughs> so right. Right, because he's big balling, y'all. No, 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 Don't no, play. no. He, he buy me a Louis Vuitton bag I'm, for Christmas, I'm, okay? I'm just crazy. I just pray. They give me a Louis Vuitton bag. <laughs> I'm here for it. I already put in my Christmas list, uh -oh, okay? Not your Christmas list. <laughs> she really did. Man, I need some Hunter Rainbow, okay? I'm on Louis Vuitton. But anyway. But no, um, so that's, that's that, man. Um, So the leap, the fate behind it was was my stepdaddy used to always tell me sometimes you get sick and tired of being sick and tired Man, and say it again come on let's hear that again let's sometimes that you get time. sick and tired of being sick no sometimes you get sick and tired of being sick and tired you get, tired. You get okay, yeah tired. and so that's, that's it right but there. but it wasn't you know and and I'm and I'm I'm gonna be real. It wasn't just fate, man. I had to, I had to do a lot to get to the place that I'm in and the place that God is taking mm -hmm. me. I had to do a lot of spiritual things like forgiveness. I had to forgive. I had to. I had to heal. I had to pray. I had to. Man, I had. I had to give. Literally, like. I gave. You literally had to make like a whole change. Like, yeah, you have to, straight man, up. because the Bible says you can't put old wine in new wine skins. Mm -hmm. So I can't. Come on, Pastor. Come on, come on, come on. God was not going to allow me. God told me, you can't move until you do X, Y, Z. Literally, God told me, you cannot move until you do X, Y, and Z. And I was like, man. So what made you do X, Y, and Z? Or let me ask you this. How long did it take you after after the big man called you and you answered the phone? You know, we talk about answering the phone. <laughs> and he called you and you picked up and he was like, this is what you need to do. Like, how long was it before you actually did? Immediately. Because I knew. Okay. Because I had. So here's the thing. I made the conscious decision to do it. But then I had to. Mm -hmm. I had to seek him on how to do it because mm. a lot of things that so god uh, he he does this thing where he'll you forgiveness is not for you let me deal with forgiveness first i mean forgiveness is not for the other person it's for you because right. forgiveness then puts your heart back in line and in tune with the lord's heart with god's heart which means you can move on with your life because guess what? If you, mm -hmm. if you offend me and I forgive you, I'm just going to keep on pushing. But right. If I don't forgive you, God won't forgive me. The scripture says you can't do, you can't even pray. You can't give, 
you can't do nothing without forgiving. And we don't even realize mm. a lot of people, not just church people, but a lot of people die early because they yes. do not forgive. You have to forgive the people who hurt you, your parents. I understand people go through things like rape and all that stuff. Listen, heal, go to therapy, but mainly forgive. Because when you forgive, mm -hmm. God going to deal with them. But you make right. Sure you, tenfold. Yeah, tenfold. But you make sure that your heart is right. Because if your heart is not right, man, you're not, I'm telling you, you're not, you're not, you're not going to be able to, you're not going to be able to access the things of God. So, right. Um, dang, where was I? Uh, you know, I get the preaching doc and I, I just lose it. Uh, well, uh, but yeah, so like the faith behind it, it wasn't just faith. It was giving tithing. I'm a big tither. Like I, I believe in that yes. method. Uh, you can sow your way in and you can sow your way out. Legitimately. Say it again. Say it again. Look, I saw something today and it said, what did it say on Facebook? It was like, Oh, you want to be at the in the pool pit, but you don't want to be. Oh yeah, altar. yeah, yeah, yeah. You um, Woo! addicted to the pool pit, but allergic to the altar. Yes. No, like... that's legit, man. Um, and a lot of people want, especially now, man. It's, whew, you got to bring me back on the church episode too, because. Look, you know I got you. you know I got you. We gonna have to bring you on my episode. You know what my episode is when we talk. To oh you. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we gonna have. Yeah, we gonna have... <laughs> okay. Uh, Damn. Yeah, I need to be on all the episodes. Okay, so look. <laughs> so, as far as like having the faith and stuff like that, like, other than like religion or like your spiritual like aspects mm -hmm. and like, you know, your ministers and like your guiders and so forth, what else did you use? Like, did you have a support system? Like, is it something you did? Like, did you like listen to certain music? You read books? Or it was just kind of like oh uh, man i read i read books i listened to certain certain um certain people uh like bitch mm -hmm. td jakes because aside from the spiritual side he's a businessman so oh for so sure i started he has um he has these sermons where he talks about business he has these these interviews where he talk just talks about business not god you know mm -hmm. not just literally business and of course he throws the scripture stuff in there but that um right. i have a support system man um it's pretty tight you know what i'm saying it's uh but you know the, what i learned in this season is every nobody's going to see your vision but you but you so that's true you know the support system was there but nobody can really support something they can't see see mm -hmm. so to Cause that's between you and God. Yeah. Like that's, that's yeah. It. So, um, I just, man, every daily I, I encourage myself, man, by listening to music, uh, listening to podcasts, mm -hmm. um, listening to, uh, watching vlogs and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. just to go to another level, uh, in what I do now, you know, which, which is right. not even playing drums. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Right. So. So let's talk about this. So what do you do now? Like, let's the world So go. I was like, working for a Fortune 500. Because he is more than a musician, <laughs> y'all, okay? I was working for a Fortune 500 company. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not going to put their name out there because then we got to pay them because I said their name. 
but they are one of the right. biggest lawn care companies in the world. I started with them in February. Um, I went in doing sales. Uh, kind of, I made them like a hundred thousand dollars because I gave them an idea. And when the pandemic hit, it's crazy. When the pandemic hit, uh, they gave us two options. They said you can go home, which would be the easy way out, and get unemployment, or you can work. I decided because I didn't know how sure the unemployment thing, the extra six hundred dollars a week right. was. I decided I'm just gonna work, so I became an aerator for this particular company. So I I took off the collar shirt and the slacks and the sla- and the uh, and the loafers, and I put on some boots and some pants, some regular work pants, and a button down shirt, and I went in aerated yards for ten hours a day, every day five days a week and um one day i was in the in the is that the dog <laughs> yes that's the dog. Uh, uh, here he come running poppy go sit down thank you mommy's doing something man one day i was driving and i literally heard, heard god say start your own business it's like Burr. and um I was like, okay. See, there you go, answering the phone and shit. Yeah. There you go, answering the phone. <laughs> and so um, I started, you know, started working on it. And then I was like, man, I ain't got no name for this. And he was like, call it Johnson's Creek, Johnson Creek Lawn and Narration Service, because that's what I do. I'm an aerator. I, I literally breathe life back into people's lawns. What I do makes their lawn right. breathe. So, and it helps the grass grow and I plant seeds. So I'm literally planting seeds every day on my job. I didn't do it. So he's speaking the words. Yeah, you. while I'm doing By your <laughs> job, by way of your job. Oh, okay. Yo, and it was crazy. Oh, man, listen, I'm going to tell you, because I'm going to keep it, I'm going to keep it 100. I'm not even going to like sugarcoat it because, you know, a lot of people do these interviews. They sugarcoat it. Look, the week I told, he told me to start my own business. That was the same week I didn't have no money. Mm, won't he do like, it? Bro, <laughs> I was doing lawns and I wasn't, I didn't say the company name so they can't sue me for me. But I wasn't right. supposed to take tips or, you know, yeah. So I wasn't supposed to take tips. So I was having a hell of a week. This week was just the worst week ever and i was like man i ain't got no money i gotta do this i gotta do that i was like god look i'm a tither you work it out this your problem i ain't got time but i kept on working i went to this guy's house caucasian man i love him still to this day so i did his house (laughs) and him and his wife watched me do their house out of enjoyment they were enjoying me doing watching me doing it wasn't like no Races, you know, oh this nigger. They like yo, this this black man no, really loves, loves no, his job. That like, and we love watching him do it. Mind you, I'm right. frustrated. So somebody else is mm. getting joy by watching me because they can't. They were they were elderly, so they couldn't get out here and do it. But they needed it done, and they right. were impressed with my work. Man, dude walked out to me after I got done. I put my machine back on the truck. And he gave me a bottle of water. He said, man, thank you. God bless you. Oh, backtrack. Before all of that, 
he came and met me at my church before I did his yard. He had on his Jesus shirt, something about God. And I was like, oh, man, you go to church? And blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah. And then, um, then, you know, we did the yard and everything. We talked. This man gave me $100 when I was leaving. A hundred that you gave A hundred I did not have, bro. And I was like, okay, this is Wednesday. Thursday, I was doing another yard. And this lady came up to me and was like, I was no, I seen her outside. I was like, so the Lord literally said, like, ask her, has she had her yard done? I was like, have you had your yard done? Uh, have you ever had it aerated? She's like, no. I was like, okay. And then um, I was like, well, I can help you out. You know, I'll do it for you. Because I have many more houses to do. She's like, okay, I did it for her. She's like, how much does this usually cost? I was like, for the front and back, like 250 She said, I just want the front. I was like, okay, cool. I did it, getting ready to leave. She gave me a check for $125. She wrote me out a check for $125. You didn't even ask for it. You're doing it out the kindness of your heart. Because she needed it. Like, she needed it. And I was, I saw her out there struggling, pulling up weeds, doing a whole bunch of yeah. other stuff. And I was like, you don't need to do that. Like, that's bad for your lawn. And she, she was a Mexican lady. And she was like, okay, well, you know, I, I don't know what to do. Uh, I think that's the Mexican accent. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I did it for her. And now she has grass. Like, she, her son put down some... Uh, seeds and she did everything i told her to do now she got a, a lawn full of grass so um that's when god told me to start my own business and i was like okay yeah, okay so. and so now here you are because you didn't answer god god calling you again <laughs> okay again because you know me i avoid the phone call you said you, you avoid you know, the phone call I, I send it to voicemail <laughs> i let god leave a voicemail a lot of times but no like literally like that's like the like pure definition of like faith over yeah. fear like because like even when you hesitate you kind of just like yo like god didn't already told me so he didn't told me so like i know he gonna lead the way i'm gonna right. follow like it ain't nothing else you can do because it comes to the point where you realize, like, is God really telling you? Yeah, it, it, or like, it's not. It'd it be like that, man. Um, but the, the way you answer that question is the the way I answer the question is, what do I have to lose? Mm. The question you should ask yourself when, and anybody else who watches this video when you want to step into a different way of life, a different path of life, the question you ask yourself is what do you truly have to lose by stepping right. out on faith? And then ask yourself, what do I have to gain? Because if you have more to gain than you have to lose, there's your answer. Because okay. what's going to happen is you're going to, you're being called to a higher place. And when you're being called to a higher place, don't think it's going to be easy to get there. Because I'm going to tell you now, it ain't. Mm -hmm. However, if you just take the first step, he'll take the rest, and you just stay focused. It's hard to stay focused. It's easy. But remember, home will always be home. You can always go back home and start over. Don't think you can't do it. For sure. Yes. But if you can get out, 
Get out while you can. Don't get stuck. Don't get stagnant. It, it, I, I promise you, it would be the worst decision you, you make in your life. I feel it. Because even if you, like, lose, like, at the end of the day, you still got God. Like, he there. <laughs> no questions there. Like, he'll pull you out. He'll put you back in. He'll pull you out again. He might get tired of your shit. <laughs> like, yeah. but he going to be like, yo, come on, my nigga. Come like, on, come on. on. Like, I'm trying to help yeah. you. You playing like, really, but it ain't nothing you can but, do. About but it. really, that comes with old habits and familiarity, because see what happens is you'll you'll want it, you'll be wanted, but then you got a group of people over here who don't want, who don't know what change is. They don't know what. Right. Um, they're complacent. Yeah, complacency. They they have complaint. They're complacent, and then guess what? Now you're contemplating like, well, maybe they right. Maybe I don't need to do this. Maybe I. Right. Maybe I. Uh, you 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 know what you right, but then you got to then you so then you got to make a decision. Am I gonna listen to them? Because at the end of the day, that's the easy way out. Mm-hmm. That's the easy way mm. out. Being complacent is the easy way out. Because I don't have to change. Mm. What I don't have to change right. nothing I'm doing. I can just stay here. But here's the thing with complacency. It's gonna become harder and harder. So you're you're getting deeper and deeper into that crab bucket, into that barrel, until you're at the bottom of the barrel. So now you got to figure out how to get back up to the top and try to do it all over. Ain't don't waste your time, dog. <laughs> don't waste. Yeah. Look, man. Okay, so like, I think this is the like last. I think we can merge these two questions together. Pretty much. Where would you be exactly if you think fear would have won? Like when you say where would I be? You mean physically? Like like physically, mentally, like emotionally, like would you be back in Memphis? Would you be in do you think you'll be in another city? Like if fear would have won what do you think? Like if fear would have won, I would have probably I would probably be I don't know. I, w- I would be in Memphis. Right. I mean, sometimes it's hard to. Yeah, like, no, I know, but it's like, man, it's hard to even think about it. You know, because mm-hmm. it's like, man, what if fear would have won? What if I what if I would have just been so scared to not have taken that step? Where would I be? Right. Like, where would I be in my life? Man, probably, honestly, looking for gigs, looking for work. Man, you know, and even as a as a mm. business owner now, you know, because what I do is seasonal. So right, what I do is seasonal. So it's like, man, it's not all year round, you know. But mm-hmm. and then with me just getting started, going forward into next year, it's like, okay, in the middle of a pandemic, in a panoramic, in a panoramic. Okay, he did this. <laughs> a panoramic. He did this during a yeah, panoramic. Okay, I did, man. And, and and listen, I'm not finna sit on here and man. I'm not the. You know me. I'm not gonna flex. I ain't flexing on nobody. Right. Listen, y'all. It ain't easy. Cause guess what? For for all you entrepreneurs, let me just put this little nugget in here before I answer that fear question. If you starting a business, if you starting doing anything that you are trying to, so you can come off of your job. Please know. You're gonna get you're gonna take a lot of L's starting out. 
because mm-hmm. everybody looking to make for business. People looking to start businesses to make money to spend. You need to make money to make right. money. Fast money mm-hmm. makes money for a short period of time. Slow money makes money and gives you longevity, equity, and ownership. Those are the three things you need to, when you start a business. Those are the three things you need to look to do. Longevity, equity, and ownership. And that's backwards. It's really ownership, equity, longevity. But right. Those are the three things you need to look to do and look to have when starting a business, whether you're a white-owned business, a black-owned business, a blue-owned business, or orange-owned business. I don't care what you are. Right. Those three things are what you need because when you're going into this thing, don't think you're going to have fear. Fear is going to be there. Fear is going to be sitting mm-hmm. beside you like, hey, dog, look, you can go get you a nine to five right now and be straight. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Say again. I promise you. But it'd be right up in your ear like, bro, like, you know, you know, you miss going at you, yeah. what? Because guess, because guess Ooh. what? When you start a business, the movies cut out, the partying cuts out. Because you can't stop the drinks on huh? me. Ain't no drinks on me. I'm getting free drinks yeah. now. Like I ain't buying no drinks. <laughs> like what? Look, Who buying me a drink tonight? I'm like no. Right, because that's free refills. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's free refills. Man. Might get a water with lemon, extra, extra lemon. Hey, okay, I'll all the lemons you got and some sugar. Can I get about two cases <laughs> of sugar, right. man? What you gonna make? Uh, some lemonade because <laughs> you got two nineteen on this uh on this on this menu. Now I'm good. No, but seriously, um, when you starting your business or whatever you're trying to do, even if you start uh, uh like you, you know, even you with your with your vlogs and everything like that. You had you were in a business like that microphone. You had to invest in it. The can right. uh, well, I'm gonna say the camera. I, I you said what? I said it's a good. Yeah, it, is, it is. It is. It is. Nice. I'm gonna have to come borrow that. Uh, <laughs> okay, I got you. But um, yeah, like you're gonna have to invest. Everything you do in the first year of your business is an investment because mm-hmm. you probably owe somebody some money. You know, because, you know, I have like my support system. I can't lie. My support system. I know I'm probably going backwards, but my people, I owe them. I owe them. Right. Because if it wouldn't have been for them, a lot of stuff I've done for my business, I wouldn't have been able to do. I'm telling you, I would not have been able to do a lot of things if they would not have invested in me. And when I say, I'm going to pay you back, they be like, no, go be great. Go start the business. Get me back later. Right. So I owe these people a couple hundred thousand dollars, a couple cars or something. Like, I, I got to because guess what? Because they believe in you. Because, you know, your circle, that's who you decide yeah. who your circle is when, like, the people that don't support you, they don't believe yeah. in you. Like, like you ain't got to drop 10 racks on me or nothing like that. But my nigga, I need you to be like, yo, I got you. Yeah. What you need? Like, let me see what I can do. Like, I don't need no good luck, best wishes. Like, cool, that's cool and all, but my church folks gonna give yeah. me that anyway. And, and, and honestly, that's 
Now, mine were in my church and a couple of other places and a couple of other people that are super, super close to me. But, mm-hmm. man, that's why I don't look for the support like that. Because here's why. Church folk, you got real, you got real people. I don't want to call, I don't want to say the N-word because I got a couple Caucasians on. I got a couple niggas and a couple of wiggers. Um, and uh, they take care of me. Like they not take care of me, but like they look out, they support me. But yeah. I know them outside of church. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Which, Which is, is important. important. Because I can I'm a, I'm a church dude too. Hey man, I'm praying for you. Am I really praying for you? I ain't praying for you, dog. I mean, think about it, right? Or are you praying on my downfall? I'm sorry, I'm my finger off. I got some big hands. That part. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, that part though. Like Am I really praying for you or am I praying on you? There's a difference. Mm-hmm. You got PRA and PRE. Which one are you doing? So, um, yeah. So, my support system, they, they, I know them outside of church. They're solid. Like, solid as, as you can get, you know? Um, so, yeah. Like on the rock that Christ yeah, stand yeah. on. Okay, you feel did me? He stand on- you feel me? Okay, I had to make sure because I was like, did he stand on rock? Uh- <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I, make- oh. I know a little something, okay? You know, no. this po- this podcast is not called Unpolished and Lukewarm. For no, no lukewarm, reason, okay? Jesus. <laughs> lukewarm, okay? I can't wait to drop that information. It's like... Might be a holiday special next week. I might drop that on Thanksgiving, like a little 10 minutes. Yeah. Anyway, but no. Um, do you, what's your advice? Like, advice to anybody who like, yo, like, oh. I want to take a leap of faith or like, I want to do A, B, C, and D, but Dude. like, I trust God, but, you know, because it's a lot of people that put a but after they say, like, I trust God. <laughs> The butt eliminates everything in front of it. No, for sure. So I agree. I, I just just like you're saying, Kelsey, I love you, but but I I don't really love you because I'm budding. Uh, I'm loving you upon the condition of something. Yes. And, woo woo! Come on, Eyala, fix my life. Come on, come on. Eyala ain't on. got nothing on me. God bless you. <laughs> Now, if you okay, were saying TDJ, you, you would have like had a conversation, you, but you said you. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, uh, she's a great person. I, you know, I enjoy her show. Uh, but uh, yeah, she good. Yeah. She but um, sometimes. No, seriously, man, because you, when you say I believe God, but then you are put, mm-hmm. you are putting a condition on your belief system. Mm. Oh. Because guess what? Mm. That's just like when people get prophecies. When you get prophesied to, this is faith over fear, so we gonna gonna have to yeah. So right. now when you put me on the on the other show when I can cuss a little bit, we're gonna talk about that. But uh (laughs) but no seriously um when you um when you put the condition on God, 
like when you get a prophecy, the prophet tells you something and you be like, I believe God, but it ain't happening. He, the prophet said seven days. But here's the thing. Here's the catch. Seven days before you do what? Because guess what? There's a clause in that. Even when you get a prophecy and they don't tell you there's something you need to do, there's something you need to do. Whether it's right. you, you got to figure it out. And so I, I I believe God, but but what? So if God don't do it for you, you're gonna be like the rest of these millennials of uh, millennial people out here. Right. I'm about to say I believe in the ancestors, you know, they lived for me and shit like this. But I believe in God too. Like I, you know, God is up there and the ancestors. <laughs> God made the ancestors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel I mean, me? You know, like my ancestors, I pray that they're doing well. I pray they all made it in, but God bless them. For sure. They I hope they in a good, nice ass tree. You feel me? Like you know how to Y'all, this is my anyway, come on. Shout out to Dr. Mayotte at Tennessee State University. Okay. You feel me? Okay. <laughs> no, but uh and again, I'm not but when you put the 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 condition on God. And you start doing all these other things because he didn't perform the way you wanted him to or in your timing. Mm. See, because we have to remember God's time is not our time. A minute. To, come on. That's how he worked. So that's why they said in the, in the twinkling of an eye, in the blink of an eye, he can change your life because you can be broke at 1138 and you can be a millionaire. A multimillionaire at eleven thirty nine. That's how God works. For sure. Because God works in moments. God works in mm. moments. That's so every moment of your life, He's cultivating you. He's building you. He's perfecting you. So yeah, that's another sermon. Oh Jesus, I need. Because you ain't trying to work at the Pearly Gates Call Center, okay? You're Bro, when you posted that, that was Gates. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all better stop playing, okay? Because I already know he already like telling me I'm gonna work in the in the call center. Yeah, trying trying to work in the call okay. center, Lord Jesus Christ. But, uh, but no, mm. um, definitely. Um, my advice would just be just do it, man. Just, just like Nike. Oh, I'm sorry. No, like it. them. Yeah. Um, Can I say that? Huh? I mean, it wasn't nothing. It wasn't nothing negative. Not, so I don't think they've been. I say nothing. Um, oh, okay. Really <laughs> but no, they they gonna hear your podcast one day. They are gonna say you said, it, and then they gonna write you a check. So, um, period. <laughs> oh, okay, period. So, um, no, Dude. but uh, just do it, man. Cause I promise you, it's funny that this is sitting right here. Uh, I don't have my bag. Wait. I don't have my backpack, but. I, this is my second notebook I've had to go buy. Mm -hmm. Write everything down. Yes, I agree. I got like notebooks. When you have a vision of a business or you have something you want to do, listen, the, the Bible says, write the vision, make it plain. So those who read make it, it plain. will run with it. And then it's going to be mm -hmm. made whole. I, don't, I forgot the last part of that scripture, but it, all of that go together. <laughs> so, um, uh, so you when you read it, I mean, when you write it down, it really puts it into effect because it's like 
now have something to look at. There's just like people who go to the grocery store, they write out a list and they know exactly yes. what they're going to get versus the people who go in the grocery store and say, I got to go grocery shopping, but I don't know what I got to buy. Now you got to And you grab everything, everything, everything you, don't, you need. don't need. So instead of spending $60, you spend $260. And guess what? You still ain't got what you need. So you write right. it down. Write down the, the steps that it'll take for you to start your business. Okay, what I need to do. If you want to do a, a eyelashes, finding a vendor, mm-hmm. finding a name. Get a name first, first of all. That before you start business. Always. The name is everything. Before, yes. Before you start. And, and let me tell y'all something while we're on the subjects of names. Because <laughs> now, now this is the entrepreneur me talking. Look. When y'all getting these names for these businesses, don't be calling them Shay Shays, Lashes, and Lil Dunny's Car Wash, and something and Sons, Casey's and Sons, whatever, whatever. Don't do that. Here's why. You want your name to be global. Untold Pen Company. Okay, thank you. Hey, like perfect. Ain't nobody gonna ever think about no shit like that. But, like, but, it's, but that's when people ask questions. See, I'm not gonna ask little Dunny why where his name came from because I know there's a big Dunny. You know? Exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, and I, and there's nothing wrong with having a name on your your name on your company, but make sure like my company is Johnson Creek Lawn and Aeration Service. When you think of Johnson Creek, if we're gonna keep it a book, you don't think it's a black man. Black man owning his company because right. the name says, "Hmm, that sound real." You feed into the market. You gotta feed that, to the market. Well, that part, um, because if you don't, you will just get your own kind. And of course, right now in this world we mm-hmm. living in, uh, you know, we all about black on this, black on that. But here's here's the catch twenty two. We they don't pay nothing. We don't like to buy from us after so long. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm gonna have go ahead and have to do this. Who owns? Oh, this is the interview getting good now. Who owns most beauty supply stores? Asians. Chinese people. Watch mm-hmm. this. Well, that's what Asians are. I mean, same thing. Those... Japanese, Vietnamese, all them people. Um, Vietnamese. Come on, keep going. Come on. Black folk. Black folk. Lord. Watch this. Why is another culture capitalizing off of something we use daily? Because we going to them. Wrong. Rather than our own. Wrong. 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 Here's the thing. We don't want to buy from us because we don't want to see us make it, but we'll go invest our money in them. Because Asians, they build into each other. Yes, because they be like, I'm going to give you 10000 When you make your first 10000 you give it to my child so she can do whatever with... Then we had that conversation. Okay, you're right. You're right. And that's that's the business. It's not just them. It's the Indians. It's... uh, the the chat it's it's all every it's everybody but us even the Mexicans the 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 they are the they are the minority 
and yet and still they shut they right the bottom um, of the barrel. I they, they consider them the bottom, bottom of the barrel, but they houses look better than ours, and they and we make three times the money they do. How? How? Because it's three families three? living no. in a fourteen bedroom house that they built from the ground up. Three, and, and, and it's energy efficient, and all of them got nice trucks. <laughs> yep, nice trucks. Nice they truck. ain't in clown cars nice. before. They okay. all in trucks. And so, guess what? But but they build, they feed into each other. They believe in each other. They are a they the village that we talk about. They are white people, Caucasians. I love them. They are a village, so their grandfather is going to make sure their father is set, so the father can make sure that they are set. That's that generational wealth. Who? That's the episode. Oh my god. Because black folks don't know how to because, do it. Because, black because, because here's why. Black people want to be victims. We have a victim. They want to, we have to survive. Why well, I got to survive? I don't want to survive. I want to live my life. I don't want to survive. I want to thrive. I want to live. Like, I want to thrive in life. Surviving is going day. Surviving is staying complacent. That's yes. every day, same routine, going to my job. Surviving is being satisfied when you know you have no business being satisfied. Every day you need to wake up unsatisfied because you it's something else you need. I need more. I need this. I need this. Yep. I need that. Not know like, ooh, like, I got everything I need. Thank God. No, thank you, God, for waking me up and starting me on my way. But God, let's get it popping. Yep. Like, let's let's go. What's next? Um, and that's that's like literally what it is, man. Um, so you got, you have to, you have to, we have to, as a culture, come out of the victim mentality, come out of the mentality that we are owed something. Let me tell you something. I thank God for my ancestors. Okay. Thank you, grandma. Thank you, granddaddy and all them that came before me. But here's the thing. Mm -hmm. What they went through ain't what I'm going through. Because every day, everybody Period. that is born into this world has a grace on their life. What you do with your grace, mm -hmm. your business. God gives us free will. So everybody who's sitting at home on their tail all day, not making no moves, not trying to do nothing with their life, that's a decision you're making. God ain't going to work with that. You ain't giving him nothing to work with. So you can call your ancestors, you can call your brothers and sisters, you can call you can call whoever you want. But at the end of the day, if you are not working for you, faith without works is dead. Faith Amen. without works is dead. There's nothing, nothing that you. What Martin Luther King said: You got to take the first step, even if you don't see the rest of the stairs. You go ahead and step down. Just because guess what? At the end of the day, it's going to start. It's going to work in your favor if you try. We don't try. Yes. And around, and around. Okay, I'm sorry. This was in my head. <laughs> you should have went to church okay, tonight. That's my uh, <laughs> no Bible studies oh, okay. tomorrow. Uh, but shout out to Greater New Liberty with the one and only Pastor Shaq. Okay. I used to play for Shaq back people. in the day. All right. Great guy. Yeah. Um, he could that's a good preacher too, but anyway. Um uh man, yeah, seriously. 
Like, we got to come out of this victim mentality, y'all. Like, everybody, all y'all millennials that's going to watch this, man, listen. Dog, go start their business. Go start. Even the older folks. It. See, it's the their fault. On their it's the, see, we don't want to. We don't want to do it. But I'm going to do it because you know me. Because you see Auntie Pookie with her Christian Louboutins and Hello, you know, hello, Gucci bag. Fucci, like, well, Auntie Pookie ain't doing nothing. Fucci like, and Lewis. Well, yeah, she doing something to get this. She she ain't just doing it for free. Like, no, it for free she life. she turned it probably turning like, a flip or two, but that's beside that's her business. A two, three, <laughs> four, five. What you mean? <laughs> Might be oh doing a couple of flips. Okay, edit this part out. <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, um. The Saints don't know what we're talking about. I think they don't. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's where the auntie Pookies get trained on that. It hurts. Christ. Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh God. Um. But for real, man, come out of this victim mentality. Go get more. Go get more for yourself. Go get more for your kids. All of y'all, young. Have faith, Have faith in, in yourself, yourself and, and kill the fear. Can't, fear, listen. Fear is not. If you look at fear dead in the face and say, "You know what? I'm gonna go do this." What fear gonna do? Because guess what? Once you step, take that first step to go and do something, fear ain't gonna try to do nothing but try to beat you to the next step. And guess what? You are gonna be like, "Nigga, then I then I just tell you I'm gonna do this." You can't tell me I can't do this. Right. And eventually that fear is going to die. Just like mm -hmm. COVID. I get it. COVID is very real. However, you have to have faith over fear. See, the reason a lot of people are dying is not because of the COVID itself. It's because the fear of having it and the fear of dying from it. So when fear mm -hmm. has taken over your body, see, sickness ain't nothing but a, a physical manifestation of a spiritual frustration. A physical manifestation of a spiritual frustration. Because mm -hmm. see, sickness starts from the inside out. Where's your spirit? It's on right. the inside of you. If your spirit is sick, it's going to have to find an outlet. That's all cancer is. Is a physical manifestation of a spiritual frustration. That's all, you know. Of course, you know some of these STDs and stuff. These folks be getting, you know, that's that's because you you know. Lord but Jesus. a lot of these, <laughs> and I know it sounds crazy. Why you think God put doctors here to help heal heal people? But if I was mm -hmm. a doctor, I, the first thing I would tell people is, Are you have you who 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 do you need to forgive? Who hurt you? What's in your spirit? That's causing you to be miserable. Because so where you listen, can't heal. When I tell you that you can, you can hate your way into sickness. You mm. can literally hate your way into sickness. You can literally. That's why people have heart attacks. Because your heart ain't right. 22, heart 23, attack. having heart attack. Because your heart not right. I ain't saying this all people, but a lot of people. A lot of people, a lot of people right. who go in the hospital, they 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 
they die because they don't feel like there's nothing greater. So when you, so here's the thing, when you land in that hospital bed, you got two options. You can give up or you can put a demand on God. Cause see, here's the thing. You have a right to put a demand Ooh. on this. See, the Bible says my pastor, she, she going to give me for this, but I'm taking her scripture. I mean, her sermon right now. The Bible says that the, the word has enough power to make itself manifest. So when you manifest, mm. when you call the word out, it's you and the word working together as one to bring that thing to pass. So when you say by you, Jesus, you said by your stripes, I am healed. He has to heal your body. When you say that wealth and riches are in my house and poverty is my portion, I mean, uh, prosperity is my portion, poverty has to die. You have to call these things out because if you, if you, come on, Pastor, come if on, you come don't on, come on. call these things out, that's on you. Because it takes God nothing to, I literally tell God, listen, if you don't do this, the Bible says, God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he shall repent. Mm-hmm. That means, I tell God, listen, you said, so if you don't, that makes you a liar. God will not be mocked, and he will not be embarrassed. <laughs> he will not be mocked. Robert, I hope you're listening <laughs> to this, okay, because my homeboy Robert at TSU we had the best conversation about God will not be mocked. Okay, we. God will not. Love. He will not be. He mocked. will not. Nope. He is not a claim. And he will not be embarrassed. Here's the thing: you can't mock God anyway. But God, if I'm sitting here proclaiming, proclaiming, proclaiming the word of God, and God does not perform on my behalf, he's like he lied. So you don't think God, and see, here's the thing. God does things in his time, not ours. Say it again. God Please does things in his time, in his time. I not out. I, I literally have to tell myself that every day. I'll be like, man, look. I had a situation. God is an on-time God, but time. it's on his time, okay? And guess what? Not my time, not your time. It's his time. So whatever time he decides is on time mm -hmm. is when it's on That's time. On That's it. That's that on that. Ain't no questions asked. He ain't gonna speed the process up. Yep. He ain't gonna slow it down. And why are we on this subject? Like, and I, I promise, I know we've been on this job almost two hours. Look, <laughs> it's good though. It's honestly top tier. It's literally like right now it's number one on my list, and I ain't even finished recording the rest of my episode. But this one is number one right now. Okay, so, like. Like, y'all, I asked this man last week, not even a whole week ago. I'm like, yo, yeah, like, I need yeah. you on my show. And, I, and I've been right. out there saying no. I Woo. couldn't say no to my little sister, man. But listen, check this out. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, what time? As long as it, because I had to go to church night. Uh, <laughs> but uh, um, let me say this. And, you know, this is for the people, you know, those of you who who believe in, in Christ and everything like that, because I know they'll be. Mm -hmm. But listen, y'all. And, and, and you know, for you who don't, um, who Muslim or whatever, notice a lot of those rich Muslims and they had these gas stations and stuff. There's something they do. There's a principle they uh, that they practice. It's called giving. 
And <laughs> I'm not saying mm-hmm. y'all, you know, it, a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of millennials our age and stuff, they don't like to talk about this, but I don't care. Um, a lot of y'all be like, I don't go to church because they take the money. So does Nike? What locks? Uh, well, shop shop. Uh, Burlington's. Uh, Forever Twenty One. Forever Twenty One. And guess what? None of these people give you nothing but some clothes and some shoes. Mm. So, so what? What I'm saying? It's nothing for nothing because guess what? Nothing. If it's too little and it's thirty days gone past, so I was saying all that to say about talk about tithing and giving. Listen, mm. tithing. Everybody, uh, this is the perfect opportunity to say this. Tithing is not about the church taking money. True enough. But see, the Bible says that the church cannot be ran without money. Right. But neither can your house. A dime listen, for every dollar. But neither can your house. Ooh. Y'all quiet. Ooh. Y'all back. There. Y'all quiet. Ooh. Okay, they Look. quiet. They quiet in just, the back. Man. It got real quiet, okay? I don't think they heard you on that back. They they heard heard me. They ain't saying that. Listen. So you expect expect your house to be ran off off money. But God's house is what's Mm. supposed to God's supposed to do magic tricks with. See, here's the thing. God God gonna support his house. Ooh, I want to preach so bad but I'm not gonna do it. God will support his house. He's going to make sure his bills are paid because God will not be embarrassed. But and he's yes, going to pay him period. all the time. So he's going to make sure that, however, for all of y'all who always talk about God ain't doing this and God won't because he, God just want money, God don't. How many times have y'all seen God walk into a church and collect a plate? Muslims give Muslims give so much every year. That's why they're blessed in their religion. They mm-hmm. they give. For sure. No, for Given sure. it shall be given back to you. That's what the Bible. Because even these churches where you give and mm-hmm. like they take it, right? You know. These shiesty churches, they don't mean nothing because God sees it's you. It's about right? it's he knows it's, where your heart is. It's about your heart. Mm. If your heart is right, see, when I give to my church, I've never questioned my church about what they do with the money. Ever. Because it ain't my business. My business, I got a business. Me and God. You see what I'm saying? I ain't worried about what. The, we got our own see, transaction see, here's, going here's, here's on. The thing. Tithing is not about the money. Tithing is a protection plan. Mm-hmm. My friends love when I do this. Um, they be like, how? I tell them. I break the scripture down. In Malachi 3 and 10, He Malachi 3, he says, um, bring all the tithes to the storehouse. There will be enough. So there will be enough food in my house. And then I will open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. That you won't have a room enough mm-hmm. to receive uh your 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 crops will not have insect uh, and disease will not come upon your crops all that good stuff and land and the nations will call you blessed says the lord of hosts i paraphrase that because i didn't have it right um 
if you break that down, all God just told you was, ooh, ooh you're going to like this. All God just told you was that he just gave you a protection plan. Then they be like, oh, well, well, ooh, 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 watch this. Don't you pay your car insurance? Your rent insurance? Your phone bill insurance? Your phone insurance on the insurance uh, for y'all who keep breaking these iPhone 12s and 13s? Yeah. Because you might not ever use it. Okay. Just in case. But you got it so just in what? case. I, t- I told somebody, I told my church this, uh, my pastor had me get up and talk about tithing one time. And told my testimony. My car is a testimony. And I told I I told my auntie one day I said my pastor uh, the church is gonna buy me a car, mind you I ain't told my pastor nothing. That Sunday my pastor bought me a car. The car I have now is because. Of, but guess what? I, you know why my pastor bought it? She said I didn't buy it because he he tithes all the time and this then the other. She said I bought it because he's faithful. See, faithfulness to mm. faithfulness to God will cause you to have faithfulness from people. Because God will use mm-hmm. this this is this is Dr. Sharon Arnesville. God will use people, my money, re, and resources to bless you. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So, but yes. it, so when you tithe, you tithe. 10% in heaven, but you put 100% in in the I mean, you tie you tie 10% on earth, you put 100% in heaven, but you keep the, get to keep the 90%. Right. 10% ain't nothing. A dime or every dollar. But but but, but my question is <laughs> he giving you 90% for he, for for earth. You putting 100% in heaven. And ten percent in the church bucket to help pay the church bills. But see, now when these folks got to crawl up to the pearly gates, right? And God be like, "Well, you didn't tie." No, no, still let you mean they're gonna be mad if they no, see, it ain't even about that because see, 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 tithing when you get to heaven, it's everything's already paid for. So, but here's the thing: you gotta have. No, cause see, I'm gonna be working so at the house and I already people, know he ain't, I ain't getting none for free. I ain't getting none for free. He ain't giving. Uh, I already know he gonna be like Kels. Now Kels can't do now, that. Kels, you know you ain't supposed to be up here, but I already told your daddy that I was gonna let you in. Okay, but, like you know, tithing ain't even like a just a getting in heaven thing. You can't get in heaven from that. However. When that roof fall in and you ain't got that five thousand dollars to pay for it, but you remember, your church ain't gonna. But pay you me. remember that you told that you've been faithful to God, and so you go to God mm-hmm. and say, "Look, look, man, hey, 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 uh, you know, yeah, 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 you know, what you know what's going on, you know mean, what's I going ain't got to tell you." Like we right here, bro. We right here. Like, I, I need here. the car like, fixed. I need the roof fixed. I need. I need some money. I need. I need some food. That why you think people get unexpected blessings? Checks in the mail. So Man, I love. I found a hundred dollars the other day. God, no, I need. See what I'm saying? But see, 
God because that's who he is. But but you got to, uh, again, God, see, here's the thing. And then I'm done. I promise I'm not going to preach no more. God, God, God going to give his people the bare minimum. Like, I, I call it the bare minimum. It ain't mm-hmm. the bare minimum to him, but it's the bare minimum to me. Because there's so much more right. I could have. I don't want the bare minimum no more. Been there, done that. It ain't cool. It's ghetto. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm grateful for it. I, I'm, I, I honor God, but I'm like, you know what, God? I need that exceedingly and abundantly above all I can ask or think. Ooh, I need that package. Yes. Yeah. But we didn't read about. Yeah. But we didn't because read guess about. what? But but here's the thing. Here's the catch. What do I have to do to get it? What, what have, have I, done I done to, to receive, receive this? Because guess what? Once I do what I need to do, mm. then I know that I can get it. So we're like, he like, well, okay. What have I done to get this, you know, exceedingly and abundantly? And once, you know, it, it's just really, Kelsey, it's just about, man, growing deeper. Like, God don't need no money, bro. I just wanted to tell tell right. y'all that, you know, that it's surp- it surpasses the money part. Because guess what? I my business ties. Then I tie from what I pay myself from my business. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because guess what? I need to make sure my business is protected. Mm-hmm. And then I need to make sure that me and my family, my kids, when I start having kids, are gonna tie. My kids gonna tie every week. Of their life, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, from the time they come out the womb, my kids gonna have a tithing envelope in the church. Not because I'm trying to be grand and all this, but I need to protect my children. I need to make sure that my kids got wealth in other places, not just in stocks and 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 forex and stuff. My kids need to have not just because daddy got a multi-billion dollar business. No, dog, man. So, okay, back to the question because we are we got way off. If you are thinking about starting a business, just do it. Just uh, mm-hmm. listen. Just do it. You ain't got to tag all your stuff black on business. It's okay if you do, but listen. Be right. global. I I love my black people. But you'll never see Johnson Creek tagged as a black-owned business. No, dog. Listen, money is green. I don't care who it come from. Right. It can come from a lesbian. It can come from an atheist. It can come from anybody in the world. It can come from the orange man. It, it, I, I'll go do Donald Trump law right now. And I ain't going to cry about it. <laughs> you can cash out me, sir, so I know it's real. You hear me, dog? <laughs> like, you know, yeah, because I wouldn't trust him giving me no nah, money. He probably yeah, give me some fake money. Hit, and I'm gonna then I'm gonna lock my cash out when I transfer my money so he can't get it back. Period. <laughs> Changing the account number, right? No, seriously. Um, man, just start the business. Just uh, just go for what you know. And if you don't know nothing, ask God. Yeah, man, just get on YouTube. And if you want to learn how to install lashes do natural hair, all this stuff, man, and then go get you a beauty shop. 
and find your friends that support you that's gonna let you practice guess what? on this all you stuff. need is a uh, what y'all call that little light ring light and a, a ring and light and an iphone they don't sell right now and take some of them little pictures and call it a day and you can Cause you see this, I ain't got no full setup. I got my little mic, I got my MacBook. Like, but guess what? What? And like, one day you are gonna have a whole studio, man. Cause I already, y'all already know I'm a comedian. Y'all know. Y'all know you, I need you funny. what? You funny. But no, nah, man, just man. start your business. I think you had one more question. You asked what was next for? Oh, oh yeah. So what's next for? Cass for Johnson Creek, like, um, what, like what's man, up? Like? What's next is next year just going hard, going harder than ever. Um, I, I I want the number one lawn aeration company in the world. I want that. That's that's one of my goals. Right. Uh, yeah. Manifest that shit. Yeah. Like speak life and everything. man, just just going hard for for the future um ministry probably too going deeper going deeper into mm. <laughs> great oh <laughs> right because i'm putting you on the first one. <laughs> man i'm gonna be Not on the, the morning bench, bench. <laughs> you mean? i'm already saved i'm gonna be on the morning bench I've been baptized oh twice. You feel no. me? Like just man, for, for for Johnson Creek, we just gonna go harder next season. Um, work harder, connect with some people, connect with different companies. Uh, I'm actually thinking about starting my own line, uh, my own podcast vlog thing called Lawn and Drums. Uh, uh yeah, I think I will. Now, if y'all take my name and I find out who you are. I'm gonna tap that in. Uh because <laughs> that lawn and drums is definitely gonna be a thing. Uh and it's just we didn't already yeah, try don't even it. try it. Don't even it's already it. locked and loaded. So um and it's like I said for, for for me, um just ministry growing. Uh yeah, that's it. I'm nervous, I'm still nervous. <laughs> I didn't I didn't preach. No, this was great. Like, this was great. Shout out to my brother Cass for coming on to Faith Over Fear Part One on Unpolished and Lukewarm. I hope y'all got some really fire ass points for the people that's like, don't know what to do next. Like, hopefully, this gave you a little motivation, you know, a little, you know, a little faith to like step out, you know, even if you don't see that first stare whatever like in his words kill the fear like that's it that's it point blank period kill it like do that shit um i probably shouldn't be cursing this much on the top you know whatever but y'all know how the fuck i get down okay like i can't do nothing about that anyways god knows my heart anyway but no for real though, like big shout out to you, Cass. I appreciate you for coming on so last minute. Um, uh, do you have any man, shout out to anything? Uh, I just like, want to shout out to God, man. Shout out to <laughs> I hate you. Shout out to you, man. Thank you for um having me on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh shout out to you, man. Just shout out to just everybody who's 
everybody Thank who su supports me um shout out to johnson creek uh you know they love me although you know my staff is very very small right now but anyway we, we love me right shout out to my sister yeah you for know introducing me to ks you wouldn't have known me shout out to her no, sister he my um, it was <laughs> It was definitely an introduction that needed to be had because y'all, we were had man. Facebook <laughs> was not doing anything. Yeah, we was gonna we was gonna kill each other on Facebook. <laughs> no, for sure, y'all. This nigga met me and was like, ready to fight. Like, come on, like, let's get it popping. Yeah, like, I'm like, yeah, come on, sir, let's you go. Know, shout like, out to your sister, man. Great person, great man. Anointed man, anointed person for real. She didn't got my niece anointed for <laughs> Lord, y'all. I'm a horrible. See, I didn't told the little girl to shoot her shot at something. Like that. <laughs> she fired. Lord, That's yeah, why I'm not no, meant to have no, no kids. But, but okay. um, shout out to my mom. You know, mom, I'm on TV or YouTube or whatever. Uh, you know, and um. I'm okay. sorry for cursing. Shout out to my I'm pastor, sorry. Sorry. Uh, Dr. Sharon Nesbitt. Uh, sharing uh, with the million with Dominion World Outreach Ministries in Marion, Arkansas. If you want the truth, if you want the word that's raw but real, that's the one. And then, um, man, just shout out to all the people who watched this. I hope I gave y'all something. Now, this would have been like an entrepreneurial pod right. thingy. I would have get my tone would have been way different, but this was faith over fear, so I wanted to stay in that vein. But you know, um, y'all yes. can follow me at uh, on Facebook as Cassius Cox, um, or Johnson Creek Lawn, Facebook.com slash Johnson Creek Lawn, and y'all can. Follow me. And I'm gonna put all yeah. this in the description and shit, y'all, so y'all can like go follow him and shit. Like, yeah, give me some business, give me some likes, give me some follows because my Instagram a little dry. Follow me at um uh, uh oh, it? Instagram is a at underscore underscore just cast J U S T C A S S just cast um or at Johnson Creek Lawn and uh yeah that's it uh <laughs> that's it <laughs> that's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> well no thank you again i definitely appreciate it y'all he will be back on the show very soon, very soon. <laughs> trust me um i think yeah. this was just like a really good topic and i can't wait okay. this is a three-part series before we hop into like my faith over fear story so yeah so i have two other people and then yeah, but no, like hopefully from the prayer until the end, y'all were feeling it, you know. Make sure you subscribe uh to all the newest episodes and everything else and follow us on social media. Um, but yeah, y'all be safe, y'all be easy. I love y'all, I thank y'all, I appreciate y'all. Um, and make this week great, okay? Like make it amazing, be great.
What's up, what's up, what's up? It is your girl, Kels, the one and only, your favorite podcast host. Shout out to y'all for tuning in to episode number three, Faith Over Fear Part 1, featuring my big brother, Cass, okay? Even if this was your first time tuning in, I hope and pray that you enjoyed it because it was good, y'all. Like, he hit on some shit head on, okay? I hope it made you want to shout Go to church a little bit, maybe Bible study, maybe throw a little some, some, some in the offering and tithes basket, whatever it is. That's the point of this show, okay? We come in 100% unfiltered, unadulterated. We're talking about everything and anything. But to the supporters, to the subscribers, to the listeners, everybody, thank you so much. I promise you, I know I say this every week, but the support is not unnoticed, okay? I am overwhelmed, and I love every single one of y'all. And I'm telling you, like, we coming back harder every single week. Y'all be blessed. Y'all be safe. Wear your mask. Y'all be easy. I love y'all.